<laughs> I'm having so much fun with this app. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh crap, I'm recording. Um, <laughs> I've had a lot of questions from the start before I even got onto this app. Because I've always wondered, how do I reach out to others? How do I get myself heard? How do I get paid to even get heard? The answer to this question is so easy. It's not even funny. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast.
Sickle. Welcome back, welcome back. I'm so, so upset right now. I'm trying to be as calm as possible, and I'm trying not to be too loud, because I am seriously upset right now. Um, something troubling has happened to my mother, and her, her car has broken down on the speedway and I mean the highway um and she has no money to pay for a tow truck or even pay for the gas she needs to get that car moving and she's stranded on the highway and she's three hours from home which literally means three hours driving time but if she tries to walk, it'll probably take her by tomorrow to get here. And she has to work. So, I am just in a rut right now, and I'm super upset because this is, this is something that, um, I've been worrying about the possibility of happening for quite a while, because, um, my mom and I um, are in the same boat. We're both on a fixed income, and we only get money once a month. Um, well, she gets it at least four times a month because she also has work. But um, inconsiderate family members have been taking her for everything she got. Every penny she has usually either goes to rent paying for gas, or one of the siblings that I have reaches into her purse and takes an amount they should not be taking from her purse. So, 
we have to figure out a way to get her home safely because out there on the highway, uh, it's rather cold and she has no way to keep warm. She doesn't even have a coat on. I'm really, really worried about her. So what I'm trying to do is I am trying to raise some money to help my mom. So please, please, please do me a favor after listening to this podcast. Please donate some money and help me get my mom home safely. Um, the money that um, goes from this podcast goes straight into her account. And every penny counts because literally she is in a desperate, scary situation. I mean, anything can happen on the highway. And she's she's a good person, so I don't understand why so many people take advantage of her the way they do. And I need to help her. So please, 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 please help me out here. Help her. Mainly help her. Um, because that's what matters right now. That's the only thing that really matters right now. Um, I desperately am searching for ways, countless ways to raise money. And I thought of the fact that You guys listen to my podcast on a regular basis. You guys have come to my podcast every single time I post, and you guys are instantly listening to what I have to say because of some very um, interesting reason. And I'm pretty sure that you guys understand how much I appreciate you guys listening to my podcast. But... I'm not making any money from this podcast. And I need to make some money from this podcast so that things like this doesn't happen. So that mom will always have a way to get home. She'll always have some kind of money in her account to help her out and keep gas in the car. Um, Right now, it's the only thing that's got her stranded on the highway is the fact that she has no money for gas and her gas tank is completely empty so it's a crucial moment because the temperature outside is it's freezing and she could develop hypothermia if her body temperature gets too low she could literally die out there because of how cold it gets. She has no way to keep warm, which is really, really scary because that is, um, that is the worst. Well, that's the worst that could possibly happen to her when it comes to the car. Um, I, uh, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen today, actually, to be honest, today. Because there's a billion other things that could happen that are 
so much worse. And I'm grateful that it's not worse. I mean... She doesn't have considerate kids. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, she has me and um, my brother Alex, but no one else is considerate of her at all. No one else is. I mean, she has her boyfriend and all, but he's out of state and he's working. So, you know. He doesn't have a way to send her money. He would like to, but that's a very personal situation, so I'm going to leave that alone. Um, I would try to get a loan, but ever since my kidnapping in 2014, my credit has been in the gutter, so... Everything is a hurricane, a disastrous, disgusting, horribly scary, trash can hurricane. That's my life right now. That's the way it is right now. And unfortunately, that's just not okay. I have standards for life. I have standards for the way things should be. I have standards. And no matter how much I try, no matter how hard I work, I still cannot manage at all. To meet those standards. I have particular standards. My standards are literally simple, easy to go for because they're easy to achieve. And I'm upset because, mainly because I can't help my mom. I mean, I'm here, but I am doing the best I can through this method, which I hope and pray will work out. Um, for today's topic, as requested by a couple of my listeners on uh, their... Um, Twitter feeds. I've got several requests recently for some information regarding Wicca. So let's move on to that. And thank you, Jeffrey and Alyssa, for requesting this topic. Let's move on, shall we? Okay. Let's see, today's topic is looking at my list of things to work on talking about real quick because I am so disorganized with my podcast. I literally had no choice but to write everything down. <laughs> I'm so silly. Oh, 
Um, they want me to talk about spell casting and the art of spell casting. I think that that is a wonderful topic. And um, forgive me if I butcher some of the names that are here that are on my list because these people actually did donate some money um, recently and I did promise that those of you who donate money will get a shout out in my podcast episodes. So a shout out to Alyssa, Jeffrey, Mark, Ray, Annalise, and Marie. Thank you for your $10 donations. I appreciate your support, and I appreciate that you listen to my podcast. All right, tune in next week for another shout-out for listeners who do donations. Okay, let's continue talking about Spellcraft, and let's get into some details about that, okay? So, spellcasting is a art. When you are a witch... Spellcasting is not just something you do all willy-nilly and you just say some random rhymes off the, off the top of your head. It is an art form. It is part of your craft. That's why it's called spellcraft. Um, it's part of the umbrella term for witchcraft. Um... Spellcasting has many, many purposes. You can cast a spell for love in your life. You can cast a spell to bring love. Or to help someone fall in love. To bring love into someone else's life. Or to help yourself to love yourself. Because there are lots of spells out there that do help with self-love. And, um... To help you be more confident in yourself, there are spells for the weather. You can um, ask for a rainy day, or you could you can ask for some rain. Um, you cannot make it rain yourself because uh, that's just not how it works. I wish it were though, because if I could, I would make the weather right now very warm. <laughs> Um, let's see, um, spellcrafting, there are certain things you need to do that involve spellcrafting, there are things you do before you craft, before you even try to cast a spell, you see, you have to prepare for the spell to be cast, because there are many steps involved in spell casting there are many parts of spell casting that makes the that makes it really an art form you have to pay attention to the time of the day you have to pay attention to what day it is you have to pay attention to what month it is is it close to Samhain is it close to Beltane is it close to any of the special holidays or an esbat is the is the what is the moon phase that you are working with? What is the intent behind the spell? You have to focus on these things because if you don't, 
you could end up with a very, very dangerous situation. You could, you could literally cast a spell on yourself and end up hurting yourself in the process. You won't physically feel it. Not right away. But you'll notice the impact of the negativity. Because, um, that's, um, how it works in general. Um, there are tools that you need for the craft. Um, there's a, a thing called a chalice. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of a chalice. The chalice has a very symbolic meaning in witchcraft. The chalice... Um, itself represents the womb. Um, when you don't have a cauldron, it represents the womb. Um, feminine energy, that's what it represents. It is very important to have that because if you don't have that, it's, it's just not a proper ritual spell, you know? It's not proper without it. The athame, the athame represents the male anatomy. It's a very phallic-looking object, but it's sharp on both sides. It looks like a knife, like a dagger type thing, but it's a double-edged blade, and it's very small. Um, that, when you insert it into the chalice represents the harmony between male and female energy and we need to have balance while we do our ritual because without the balance of male and female yin and yang good and evil light and dark it is a very unbalanced spell and if you don't have the energy balanced while you're doing the spell, you could very well invite negativity and you could cast a spell that has a negative effect. And believe me, I've done it. I have accidentally harmed someone while I was doing magic and I didn't even know it and the person nearly died. It is a very dangerous dangerous thing to have a lot of negativity when you're doing magic. As a Wiccan, I don't believe in using negative energy, but I do believe in using both negative and positive as a harmony, as one. Without that harmony in your entire ritual, while you are casting that spell, you don't have any chance of having a very good outcome because there are things you have to do. One, you have to remove previous energy from that room. If there's already negativity in that room and you can feel it, you need to smudge that room. You need to smudge. Smudging in witchcraft is a way to cleanse out energy that's unbalanced and unwanted. See, if you're casting a spell that has a 
positive intent, you don't want that negative energy to be there because that will unbalance the spell. It will turn the um, negativity to being higher than that of the positive energy. And that is uh, extremely unwanted and you want to smudge it. And usually um, smudging is done sometimes. Um, I prefer to use um, a um, sage smudge stick. I'll use white sage to um, smudge the area. It's a very potent and uh, pungent smelling herb that you can buy in bundles. And they're called smudge sticks. You can buy them at any um, metaphysical store. If you have any in your area, that would be uh, something worth looking into. Um, water. Mainly holy water. Um, you're going to want holy water present um, in your ritual sometimes for the purpose of helping to cast the protective circle around you, um, which is to incorporate holy water sometimes. Um, you don't have to use holy water, but it is an option. Um, there is salt. You definitely need to have salt because salt is a cleansing, purifying... What is, it? What is the word for it? It's cleansing and it's purifying. And it is natural. It's from the earth herself, and she has created this salt for us to use. And it's for blessing the circle. It's for helping to purify water and make holy water. It's for to sanctify and um, negate negative energy, um, you can, um, place salt around a cursed object to avoid, to keep it from having any effect on you. It's very important to, um, have salt during any and all rituals. Um, let's see here. Um, what on earth? Let's see. Um... The energy of earth is the salt. So you need to have the four elements in your ritual at all times. You need fire, air, water, and earth. You need things that represent fire, water, air, and earth. Um, Generally for me, when I cast a spell and I need to have things that represent fire, air, earth, I light incense. Because that incense has fire, air, and earth. And I'll have a small little itty bitty, <laughs> itty bitty little cup of water that will be right near it. And I'll have, um, sometimes I'll sprinkle some water on the table. That will help. Um, or the altar space. I usually use my, uh, dining room table as my altar space. Um, 
I usually would put a um, altar cloth over top of it when I'm doing that kind of thing because I have a lot of rituals that I have to perform throughout the day and throughout the week because there are a lot of people that ask me to cast spells for them. <laughs> I have been practicing for 13 years. So, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of witches will admit how long they've been working um, in the craft. I've been a witch for 13 years. I have been fighting the urge to become Catholic, and I've been fighting myself to... Oh, that is so cute. There's a little mouse. Poor thing. Oh, poor dear. I don't have any food for you right now, Remy. Poor dear. He's so hungry. I don't have any food for him, though. That's the sad part. <clears throat> I'm sorry, little buddy. It's just a stray mouse that walks around and just comes in every so often, peeks his little head in and sees if there's any food. It's a rarity to be able to see him, though. <laughs> okay, back to the topic at hand. Where was I? I was talking about water. Okay, I was talking about the elements and how important they are in the spell casting. Um, yes. When you are using the elements in witchcraft, because witchcraft is nature-based, we have things that represent nature. And it's very important to have those things that represent those elements in your ritual on your altar, because you are calling on the elements as you do your magic, you are calling on the earth, water, fire, and air. You're calling on the guardians of the earth, water, fire, and air. When you are casting your circle, you are calling the corners as well. You're calling to the north, the earth, and uh, the um, mother energy. When you are calling to the east, you are calling on water and intellect. Nurturing feminine energy that is just wild and sexy. And then you call to the south, the energies of fire and passion and rage and masculinity. That comes in. And then when you call to the West, the energies of air and knowledge and invention and creativity. And you bring those energies into your ritual. You are bringing in a balanced energy because you have masculine and feminine energies. All of the elements represent different 
aspects of ourselves as well, because we ourselves are made of these elements. We have fire, our blood. Well, okay, fire, our spirit, water, our blood, earth, our body, and air, our breath. We are made up of the elements. So that is part of who we are. We cannot exclude who we are from our own ritual. It's just not how it's done. <laughs> okay, so let's see. What else can we talk about involving spellcasting? Oh, yes. Um, sometimes, um, this is optional, by the way. You can call on your guardian spirits, guardian angels. You can call on your deities also to help you with your spell to help give you their power to raise the energy and help the positive outcome of the spell that you are casting. Generally, if you let your guardians and spirit guides and your deities know beforehand exactly what your intention is, or they will help you. They will help you. And it's a beautiful thing to have such a bond with the world, the universe, the spirits, and the physical realm to have that bond, that consistent bond that just does not go anywhere. You can reach out and you can you can touch anything and you could put a spell on it. You can, you can, you can make someone suffer with a karmic spell. If your intent is to have karma placed on that person and you want that person to receive the instant negative karma that they deserve, you go ahead, you call on deities of justice and fate and those who are in charge of what happens to people. And you go, hey, look, this person did this to me. This person hurt me really bad. I need to punish them. Can you help me punish them? They will more than likely help you. Because the deities, they believe in justice too. The beings of the spirit world believe in justice as well. And they will help you achieve justice. If you are truly being honest with them. About what happened and how it happened, and who hurt you. But if you lie to them, they won't help you. You have to be 100% honest all the way through. And if they call you out on your dishonesty, you cannot sit there and get mad at them, because they know if you're lying to them. You don't even have to hint at it. They'll know it, because they can see your heart. They can see what's in your heart. And if you have evil intent in your heart the entire time and you are lying because you just simply want to hurt the person because you don't like them, well, that won't go over well. It never does. And me, being someone who has the abilities that are equal to um, deities of nature and 
well-being and divination and light and healing. And an affinity for justice myself because I feel like there is a lot of injustice in the world and the justice I seek half the time is usually on behalf of planet Earth because of the horrible things people do to animals and the trees and the planets and the air that we breathe and the water that we drink and the soil that we walk on. People don't realize this, but everything we do has an impact on others as well. You gotta think about what you're doing before you do it. Because if you just go all willy-nilly and set a fire, you have no way to control that fire. You're burning down trees, hundreds and hundreds of trees, and that could spread to a city, or a town, or a cul-de-sac where there's houses that could burn down. And there's people who live in those houses there's also animals who live in the trees, and there's also animals who live in the tall grasses. If you set a fire, and you have the intention to hurt, you are a horrible person, and you need to get help. Because hurting innocent people because you're mad, or because you think it's fun. Think about it before you do it. There's consequences for everything you do. Everything. And I'm saying this from a personal experience, because I've been hurt by a lot of people just did it because they thought it was fun. But when you do things like that, when you hurt people, it's not okay. When you hurt Mother Earth, it's not okay. When you hurt animals, it's not okay. You're not okay. And you need to seek help. But if you do magic for the purpose of harming others, that's not okay. That is not what we do. And if you do do that, then you're not a witch. You're a warlock. Because warlocks are usually people that are thrown out of the community. People who break the reed, on a, who literally do not listen to the Wiccan reed. It is very important that you pay attention to the Wiccan reed. And you listen to it. 
and you follow it every waking moment of your life should be for the benefit of others, yourself, and the earth. It should not be just for the benefit of yourself or just for laughs and giggles. Witchcraft is a very serious thing. And just messing around with it is probably the most dangerous thing you can do. Because you are opening up pathways for you to be harmed. Once you start doing magic, you cannot just sit there and laugh and not take it seriously. Because we witches, we take our craft seriously. We take the well-being of ourselves and others seriously. That's why we do what we do. We help people because that's what we do. That's what we are meant to do. We don't cause fights. We don't fight with anyone. We don't argue with anyone. We, We don't really start wars. Um, although we would like to at one point to fight back and take back what is naturally ours, take back our temples, take back our, our faith, but we're a passive people. We don't believe in harming others, so... When there are those out there who are harming others, we don't associate with them. We do not associate ourselves with them, and we do not claim them as part of our community. Because people who harm are people who are 100% unwanted. So if that's who you are, and that's what you are like, and that's what your intentions are, then please do not take up the craft and do some soul-searching and figure out what you really need. Because anyone with bad intentions who enters into our community Usually, we will confront you on your negative actions that could hurt people and yourself. It's not because we care about just the other people. It's because we also care about you as well. We want to help you to see that certain things are not okay to be done. I mean, you cannot just go out and hurt somebody. And that's a major important part of the craft, to understand that it's not for the purpose of harming. It is not for the purpose of deliberately causing suffering. Yes, I did mention that you can cast a karmic spell on somebody 
to have them have instant karma that they are due, but that requires that the person actually deserves it. They have to truly 100% deserve it. If they don't, then you cannot cast that spell. You should not cast that spell. Because ultimately, it will harm you. Instead, you will end up with the karma that comes with it. Not your target. And then you will have to suffer from the negative effects of that spell. That's why I'm telling you that it's so serious. You need to be careful. That is all I have for today. I know that usually my podcasts are much longer, but it is a situation that is dire for my mom, and I need to post this podcast before she gets home. Um, well, before her work gets out, sorry. <laughs> you know, she... She gets out around 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I only have a few hours to help her get home. And she's... Oh yeah, she already got out of work early. She's still stranded on the highway. That's not good. So I will end this podcast here. Thank you for listening. Please, like I asked you to before, please, 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 please share this podcast with others. And donate. Any amount you can will help so, so much. On Anchor, there is this thing called listeners support. You can access it through my feed when you look up my feed on anchor.fm, the website, or the app itself, you can donate money through listener support. And every penny goes straight into my mom's account. And she desperately needs that money so she can get gas and put it in her car. Please, please, please help her out. Thank you. And I wish you the best. Blessed be. I'm not the one who's so far away When I feel the snake bite enter my veins Never did I want to be here again And I don't remember why I came
With the arms of the great mother ever surround me With the arms of the great mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the great mother ever surround me With the arms of the great mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me with the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace with the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's embrace I invoke the protection of Divine Mother's grace With the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me with the arms of the Great Mother ever surround me. Bang, bang. 
soul in flight. Songs of love and love of life guide us to our heart. Mother of darkness, mother of light, earth beneath us, soul in flight. Songs of love and love of life guide us to our heart. Mother of darkness, mother of light, earth beneath us, soul in flight. Songs of love and love of life guide us to our heart. Mother of darkness, mother of light, earth beneath us, soul in flight. Songs of love and love of life guide us to our heart. Mother of darkness, mother of light, earth beneath us, soul in flight. Songs of love and love of life guide us to our heart. Mother of darkness, mother of light, earth beneath us, soul in flight. Songs of love and love of life guide us to our heart. Mother of darkness, mother of light, earth beneath us, soul in flight. Songs of love and love of life guide us to our heart. We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain flowing to the ocean. We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain flowing to the ocean. We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain flowing to the ocean. We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain flowing to the ocean. We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain flowing to the ocean. We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain flowing to the ocean. Take one more step towards you Cause all that's waiting is regret And don't you know I'm not your ghost anymore You lost the love I loved the most 
Don't come back. 